Okay, Hever, we are on the top of Daf Gimel Ahmed Aleph. Uh, we're just talking about the uh, statement of uh, about Benatzbach by Rabbi Chia Bar Abba. Oh, sorry, Rabbi Yirmi Avi Tamei Rabbi Chia Bar Abba. And they said that you had the uh, the letters that stood uh, alone, right? And we said that what they were clarifying is that uh, which ones were in the middle of the word, which ones at the end of the word. Uh, the Gemara says at the end, and they, 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 the Sofim, the Nevim came and they established a uh, third line here, uh, that, the, uh, that the open ones in the middle of the word and the closed ones at the end of the word. Uh, so, 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 the Gemara says, yeah, but still in the end, it says, Eila HaMitzvot, it says, these are the mitzvot, which means, and Navi is not going to introduce anything new. So, how are you going to explain that? So, the Gemara says, Ela, rather, Shachachum, Bechazru, Viastum, that they had forgotten them, and they went back and they reestablished them. That's sort of a classic answer the Gemara will give in these types of situations, where it says, it's not that they introduced something new, it's just, there was an old thing that had gotten forgot, that was forgotten, and they had to re- reintroduce it. Okay, yo. Okay, moving along, we have lava, but it's a much more gata today. The Amr Abiyam Rebbe 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 the same uh, rabbis. Targum shel Torah unklus hager amaro. Okay, mipi um, mipi uh, yeah. Uh, so the targum of Torah, the the Aramaic translation of the Torah, was made by unklus hager. Mipi Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Shua, targum shel neviim. You know what time it is? Yelamru. Mipi zachar. Mipi zchagat zachar milachi. Sorry. So that was unklus hager from the mouth of Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Shua. The targum neviim was Yonatan ben Uziel. He got that from Chagai Zacharia Umalachi. And the Gemara goes on to say, And a very strange uh, phrasing here, that the land of Israel shook and moved 400 parts by 400 parts. That's a very large area. Heavenly voice came out at the time that Yonatan Yisrael made this uh, Targum of Nevim and said, "Me who is Shigilasi three living Adam? Who is this who revealed my secrets to human beings?" Amar, you know, time when Uziel of Raglav, you know, time when Uziel got up in his feet, the Amar, Anihu Shigilitis Tarech living Adam. It's me. It is I. I am the one who did it. It's revealed and known to you. I didn't do it for my own honor. And not for the honor of my, my household, my family. I did it for your honor, Hashem. So there wouldn't be lots of arguments among B'nai Israel about what the Psukim mean. So I want to sort of clarify certain things. Okay? So that's uh, the story of Yonatan ben Uziel and his Targum of Navi. The Gemara says, targum He also wanted to uh, reveal the proper Targum of the Ktubim in the last section of Tanakh. The Bakal came out and said, like the word Dayenu, it's enough. <laughs> you did enough already. You're not, I'm not going to let you reveal Ktubim. It's very interesting. Like, wow, like big secrets in Ktubim, I guess. The Gemara says, My time, what's the reason? Oh! Why can't you reveal Ketuvim? Bishum de'it bay Kate Mashiach, because in the Ketuvim you can find the time of when the Mashiach is supposed to come, and that uh, that is too much to reveal. Too much to reveal. Okay. One thing that seems to be implied there, I think, is that when you do a targum, right? We'll see this later. But when you do a targum, there's a little bit of interpretation too. It's not just simply translating the words; it's also like a, you know a little bit of interpretation as well. So that's what I think. That things can be revealed. Okay. <laughs> the Gemara says, "V'targum shel Torah unklus agir amaro." Is it true 
that the translation of Torah was made by Unclus Hager, the convert Unclus, the Amoravika Barav and Amoravchan Alamarav, my dear Chibe, Kruba Seba Torah Talukim, before Rash, Besum Seichel, Bayavinu Bamikra. What does it mean? This passage says, from Nehemia, they've read in, its, in the book of the Torah of Hashem, Miforash, like explicit, Besum Seichel, that they placed their like, mind on it, Bayavinu Bamikra, and they understood the scripture. What does it mean? So we're going to analyze each of these phrases, we'll say it refers to something else. This idea that they read from the book, Zem Mikra. That refers to Mikra. Mikra means scripture. Miforash, explicit, what does it mean? Zetargum. That refers to their translation, because that's what makes the reading understood, right? Like a perush. They put their mind to it, or like a, a logic. Eluha Psukim. This is the, the different Psukim, meaning like, you know, when you see a, a Torah scroll, you can't necessarily tell the difference between the Psukim, so they have to make clear what the Pasuk breaks are. Um, uh, yeah, they understood their scripture. I think there's This is the uh, what we call the trap, right? The tame hamikra. And some say instead of that, Eluha Masoret. This is the Masoret. Masoret here means tradition and refers to the tradition of the proper pronunciation of the different words. Right? Sometimes it's not so clear exactly how to pronounce certain words. Okay, so again, so if that's what it says in Saving Nehemia, that means they already said it all up. Included in this list, guys, is the Targum. So what's going on? Why does Uncle Zagir have to do it if they had it already at the time of Nehemia? Gemara again says the same thing we said before. Shechachum, Bechazru, Vyasdum. Okay, they forgot it and he went back and reestablished that Targum. Okay. Uh, by the way, that also sort of establishes that even though Uncle Hagar sort of does it, you see that their the concept is that he really was just re-teaching something that was already like a very, very old uh, Masora. Now the Gemara says, What's the difference of why when it comes to the Torah, when Uncle Hagar translates the Torah, the ground doesn't shake, and all of a sudden, Yon Tabi Yisrael comes along and translates Navi, and the ground shakes, what's the difference? The Gemara says, I'll tell you why. The Oraita Mifresha Milta. When it comes to the Torah, the words and, the, and the, the matters are really kind of explained. It's kind of clear, I guess, in the Torah much more what it's referring to. The Nevi'e Ikamili Demifreshan, Vikamili Demisamam. When it comes to the Nevi'em, there's something that are Mifreshan, meaning things are explained or clear, but some things are really more hidden. They're much more subtle things. So here's an example of a puzzle that's very, very difficult to understand, and we'll need the translation, we'll need the Targum to explain it. But it says in Zechariah, for example, on notes, in that day, right, someday in the future, right, the, uh, the big day, you know, at the end, uh, end of times, the, uh, the eulogies in the Yerushalayim will be great, there'll be so much eulogy, like the eulogy of Hadad Rimon in Bikat Megidon, the Valley of Megidon. Okay. The Amr of Yosef, if Rav Yosef said about this, Ilmali Targumar, it's a high craft, not for the, the, the translation of this Pasuk, Loya Dana I wouldn't know what it's saying. Here's the translation. By Yomahu, and that day, Yasge Mispeda Birushalayim, there will be great uh, eulogies in Jerusalem. Can Mispeda Din, like the Hesped of, now we have like an add in here, as so you see, it's less of a, not so much a translation, but an explanation. The Achab ben Omri, the Katal Yatei Hadad Rimon, ben Tavrimon, Beramot Gilad. Okay, it'll be like the Hesped of Achab, the son of Omri, the king of Israel. Who was killed by Hadad Ramon ben Tavrimon in Ramokilad? Who can be spared to do Yoshia Baramon to call to your Te Paro Chagira? And like the Hashem of Yoshia Baramon. 
who was killed by Paro Chagira, is what, that's what we call Paro Nechol. Literally, Chagira means uh, uh, lame. In Bikat Megidon. The point is that these two people do not overlap really, and so it's strange in the pasuk that we have Bikat Megidon and Hadad Rimon. They just don't really uh, relate to each other. But through the through the targum, you you see there's like extra phrasing there that helps us understand the mentioning of Hadad Rimon and Bikat Megidon. So they're like splits it apart and explains the context for each of those things. Okay, so that's a good example where the Targum comes in. Another one. Okay, it says that I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. The men who were with me did not see the vision, but they had a tremendous trembling fall upon them, and they ran away to hide. Okay, so what's going on here? Who are these people with him? So here's another statement. Sorry, so this is not the target anymore. This is another statement of Rabbi Yirmiya or maybe Rabbi Chibar Abba. This is refers to the three, uh, like the last of him. It says here as follows. They say is that they are greater than him, greater than Daniel, but he's also greater than them. Meaning there's some element where they're greater and some element where he's greater. They're greater than him. Because they are Nevi'im. And he is not a Navi. Daniel was not a Navi. Okay? Even though it's right to book him to him. He's not a Navi. But but he's greater than they. Because he saw this vision and they couldn't see the vision. And Gemara says, If since they could not see the vision, why did they get afraid? I mean, what were they afraid of? If they weren't seeing something very scary, what were they afraid of? Gemara says, Even though they didn't see it, their mazal saw it. I don't know if like, uh, what's their mazal? I don't know, like their... What? Celestial Council. Okay, that's it, Celestial Council. Okay, yeah, I was going to say like their uh, guardian angel or something. Is that something soft? That's what you're trying to say? Okay. What, guardian angel? Yeah. Okay. So, Amar Ravina, Ravina says, Shema, we know we can learn from this. Hai man demivit, if a person gets afraid and like you don't really know why you're getting afraid. I forgot the iu lo chazi, chazi. Even if you don't see yourself, your mazal saw something and that's what's making you afraid. My Takante, what's the remedy for this fear? Guys, what's the remedy for fear? Likre Kriyashma. Say the Shema. Say the Shema. Ah, but be kind but if you're sitting in a dirty place, like around like uh, uh, garbage or, you know, uh, like a bathroom or something, you can't say Shema there. Lin Shof jump from your place for Amot, and then you'll be that, then you would be able to. Below, if you don't, Lemahachi say like this, this is my favorite line. Iza de Betavchei the goat of the slaughterhouse is fatter than I am. Meaning, the point is, if you're getting afraid, you must be like experiencing, it must be like a demon or something around you. You're afraid of the demon, so you say, "Ah, oh, the goat over there is, but it's more fat than me. Like, get him, not me." Which is kind of like the old story, you know, like the uh, Billy Goat Scruff, you know, like uh, when they go to the troll. You know, my brother's coming. He's fighting. You know what I'm talking about? And you know, you know, you know the story. Guys, if you're kids, you have to hear our, our old fairy tales. Anyhow, so uh, that's the story that sounds very similar to this line. Okay, great. That's into the God's of Now we're going to jump back into the halacha. We said as follows. Remember, we're learning about midina umidina veir veir and learning things from the different phrasing. Why are we doing this? So where it says, Hashem midina midina veir veir ledrasha. Since midina midina veir veir tells us different things, it has a drasha that tells us different halacha. Then if you look at the pasuk, it also says bishbacha umishbacha alabayata. So what is the distinction between saying every single family? Bishbacha bishbacha. What's that going to teach us? So. 
אמר רבי יוסי בר חנינא, רבי יוסי בר חנינא זז, להביא משפחות כהונה ולוויה שמבטלים עבודתם ובאים לשמוע מקרא מגילה. אוקיי, very important point, it comes to include even the families of the כהנים and the לוויים who are able to neglect the avod of the Beit HaMikdash and come to hear the reading of the Megillah. Okay, remember that the, Megillah, the story of the Megillah happens between the first Beit HaMikdash and the second Beit HaMikdash. So even though we say, oh, Megillah is, you know, Purim's our Durban on holiday, uh, there was Megillah, there was Purim during the time of the second Beit HaMikdash. Okay, now, that's Rav Du quotes Rav saying, Kohanim b'vodotam, ulevim b'duchanan, v'yisrael b'mamadan, kulam b'vatlim b'vodotam, u'ba'in lishmoa mikra migilah. Okay, as Rav says, that every single group Group, Kohanim, when they're doing the Avodah. Levim on the platform and they sing their songs. And Yisrael b'ma'amadan, as we learned in the end of Masachatanit, right, that, uh, that when they, the Yisraelim also, who are sort of like, uh, accompanying the Avodah and the Beit HaMikdash in their own way, all of them basically have to abandon their post to go hear Mikra Megillah. Okay, Tanya Mehachet, the Zabrajah says the same thing. Kohanim v'adatam, levim b'duchanam, Yisrael b'ma'amadan, kolam b'vatlim v'adatam, u'ba'in lishma Mikra Megillah. Okay, great. So everyone has to hear the Megillah. Sorry. What's that? Uba'in. Uba'in. They come. And they come. Okay? Now, the Gemara says, Mikan samchu shabet rebi shimevatulin tamut Torah uba'in lishmoa mikra migilah. So from this idea, from this bright, this concept, the Beit Midrash of Rebbe, of Rebbe Danasi, also understood that you have to abandon Torah study to go here and make a Megillah. You can't say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm learning now, we're not going to go here the Megillah the whole day. No, you have to take a break and go here Megillah, and then you go back to learning. How do they know that? Kal v'chomer me'avoda. They get a, a, a very classic Kal v'chomer from the service of the Beit Midrash. Uma avoda shichamura me'vatlin tamu Torah, me'vatlin, excuse me, if it's true for avoda, which is very severe, very strict, we are able to abandon it, like neglect it, and go do here in Mekram Megillah, Talmud Torah, look, all shikains, all the more so Talmud Torah, you should uh, abandon, uh, at least temporarily, right, for a little bit, to go here in the Megillah. So that's the idea the Beit Rabbi Gafna. The Gemara says, wait a second. Let's question that premise. Is it true that the avoda is really more strict than Talmud Torah? But we have a positive as follows. It's going to be a little long drusha here. And the upshot is going to be that maybe Talmud Torah is more, sin- more serious and more significant than avoda. It says as follows. And Yoshua Barakeh says, It was when Yoshua was in Yericho. He raises his eyes. He sees. There's a man standing opposite him. He does out to him. Okay, now, the answer says it's a, it's a malach. Wait, right? he understands it's a malach. How do you do this? How, Rabbi Shobin Shob Levi had said, or says, that it's, a pre, it's prohibited to greet someone with the word shalom uh, to your friend in the, in the nighttime, because the person might, it might not be your friend, it might be a demon appearing as your friend. And that would be very dangerous, apparently, to greet the demon. So Gemara says, so how can you do this? So Shani Hatan Gemara says, this is different. The Amrlei Kianis Hartz Vashem. It's because the, the uh, the, this figure said to him, I am a servant of the Lord of hosts. Okay, so I am a servant of Hashem. says, ah, but maybe he'll lie. <laughs> I mean, it's a demon after all. Demons aren't always honest. says, no. We have a tradition that even demons do not express the shame Hashem for Levatala. I mean, if they're going to lie, they can't, uh, they can't use shame Hashem. So using Sarzah Hashem uh, indicates that it has to be uh, the truth. Anyhow, what does this Sarzah uh, Hashem say to Yoshua? Amar Lo, he says to him, Emesh b'taltam tamisha ben arbaim, v'achshav b'taltam tamu Torah. 
Okay, it's a long discussion there, but it says yesterday, last night, you guys uh, uh, neglected the Tamid Shabbat Harbaim, the afternoon Korban Tamid, and now you're you're neglecting Talmud Torah. So Yeshua says back to him, well, why are you here now? Like, which one did you come for? Why are you, like, apparently he's coming in a menacing way, right, going to attack us. Why are you coming? Which one is it for? For the missing the, 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 the uh, Korban Tamid or the Bittu Torah? Amrlo Atabati says, I'm coming for now, meaning the thing you did now, meaning the Talmud Torah. Miyad, immediately, Vayalan Yoshua Balai Lahu Betocha Emek. Immediately, the Buzzard says that he laid down in the Emek. We'll turn the page for a second. Amr, Yochanan, Melameshalan, Beomka Shel Halacha. Okay, it teaches that he laid down in the depths of Halacha. Not in the physical uh, valley, but in the depths of Halacha. What's the point? The point is, I mean, it's going to be said here, but the point is that we were claiming until now that the Avoda is more significant than the Talmud Torah. So if you're allowed to abandon the Avoda for Mikra Megillah, Talmud Torah, you can abandon Talmud Torah for Mikra Megillah. Not so clear, though, because in the sure it seems that maybe Talmud Torah is more significant even than the Avoda. So it left us with a little bit of a question. We'll pick that up. Bezat Hashem, tomorrow. Yishkayach.